the day after the day after how you doing today good tuesday windy that's okay that's okay trying to warm you up on the inside kind of cool on the outside at least the sun's out i guess but uh not a bad day overall the question we ask coming into today's uh today's show is can the packers offense get it right can they come back can they get this thing back on track that's that's the big question and uh then that uh piggybacks the here we go again and i'll tell you what we're talking about coming up here shortly meanwhile ben kenny's back ben uh you got to be giddy man short of the fact that the philadelphia 76ers are about ready to open their season you've got to the the uh, phillies in the nlcs Philadelphia whooped up on Mike McCarthy and Cooper Rush. You got to be out of your mind. Uh, yeah, I'm a little hungover still, to be honest. <laughs> I haven't slept a lot. I'm not going to lend much of my mind to Glenn Rivers right now and that basketball team. It's I, right. that was one of the greatest weekends of my life, and I don't say that as hyperbole. Yeah, there you go. You had a good one. So, how was uh, the atmosphere inside the link on Sunday night? It was great. I must say, I think many people in that stadium were like me and were still hung over from the Phillies on Saturday. Uh, that The atmosphere in the city is just crazy. It was definitely a raucous crowd, but many were with me. That, and not a lot of sleep, not a lot of recovery from what went on on Saturday. I, uh, I, I loved it. There was, I think it was, oh God, I think it was Andrew Brandt who tweeted out yesterday, he said, uh, Phillies win in the NLCS, 76ers haven't started yet, uh, and uh, he said, uh, Eagles get the win over the Cowboys, undefeated, <laughs> best team in football, and he says, I don't know what what the radio station, the whip, is going to complain about today. Oh, and yeah. They re- yeah, they responded, uh, you know, big LOL, that kind of thing, but... Yeah, Bill, the only thing I can say from the weekend to let everyone know how it was like, I urinated on a Joe Carter baseball card in the urinals at Citizens Bank Park on Saturday. So that's what we're on these days. Every urinal had a baseball card of a former heel to the to the baseball team. I don't know. Okay, I'm over the moon. America's Phillies. Many are saying. Okay, that's well, I think um, the fact that they just want to see them win and and advance now. The Phillies and the Padres. Now, here's the other side of the uh, the coin. A lot of Brewers fans rooting for the Padres because of Josh Hader. Kind of the old Hader was back, if you will, when you saw him get the final three outs uh, against the Dodgers. That was that was cool. That was kind of cool to see. So I I know people are torn. People are rooting for you, but they're rooting for Hader. So we'll have to figure out the the rooting lines as we move on, but. Yeah, it's it was a big weekend for you. I was uh, texting you a few times, going just. I didn't even expect you to re- respond. I thought you'd be just you know passed out on a car hood out in a parking lot somewhere. You know, did not get arrested. <laughs> Proud. <laughs> One question. Well, you know, when you come out of your weekend and that's the best thing you can say, short of I'm over the moon regarding our teams. That that's pretty awesome, man. I didn't get arrested. Yeah. And one question I saw Grant Bills post: If the Padres win the World Series, does David Stearns get a ring too? All right. That was the one of the worst trades ever. Ever. Um, I, I just you, you don't that uh, postseason press conference that David Stearns held. And I appreciate the fact that he just went out there and kind of kind of took the bullets, so to speak. But don't you now want to hear 
from Mark Antanasio and have legitimate questions fired at him? Mark, why would you have signed off on this deal? Mark, why was this deal even thought of, that it was going to be good? What 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 was the sense in it? You know? And to say that you didn't know or didn't have a, a real hand in this, um, but yet you have your hand in just about everything else, why? Why would you not have your hand in this one? One of the worst trades ever you don't have your hand in, but everything else you got your hand in. Um, I, I'd love to hear some hard questions. Actually fired off at Mark Antanasio. Not that he's going to sit in front of the, the media anytime soon, but I think there's uh, there's some legitimacy there that should be asked. Uh, 877-867-1670. That's the phone number to get a hold of us, by the way. Going to talk a lot with you today. Also, if you want to hit us up on Twitter, it is at Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels. You can also find Ben at Ben Z. Kenny. At Ben Z. Kenny over on uh, Twitter as well. You can find us on the Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. And uh, then you can track it down on YouTube under Bill Michael Show. You can like us, subscribe there. It's absolutely free. You can also find us on Twitch TV and email us the old-fashioned way. Uh, TheBillMichaels.com is the website. So there you go. Good stuff all around. Uh, this was from Mike who said, uh, to answer your question, no. They will not be able to put the offense back on track. So Aaron Rodgers talked after the game. And he talked about simplifying things. Now, uh, coming up in the next segment, we're going to hear from Matt LaFleur. And I want to get this going early, okay? Um, I, I Because I really, this goes into two questions, okay? Two questions. Now, this was Aaron Rodgers and the montage of things that need to be done regarding the offense after the game this past Sunday? Simply. Let's simplify some things. I think it's going to be in our best interest to simplify things. Just simplify some things. and Simplification notwithstanding. And that's why I think we need to simplify things. It was very simple things. Very simple plays. Then we need to simplify things. Now it's, oh, we need to simplify. Rain it in a little bit. Let's just simplify some things. Uh, the simplest plays are the best plays. Might be time to reel it back in a little bit and, and uh, simplify some things. Simple mistakes. So we're making simple mistakes on complex plays. To me, the natural response is to simplify things even more. There you go. That is Aaron Rodgers just talking about getting things simpler. Um, so we're going to hear from Matt LaFleur coming up in the next segment and the presser from yesterday. And I, I because he spoke after we got off the air. So I want you to listen to it because I think there is twofold. One is, what does this offense need to do to get back? It's easy to say, simplify things. Right? It's easy to say. we got to simplify things. Okay. The next question is, well, what does that mean? And I really want you to hear Matt LaFleur's response coming up. But... When I heard Aaron Rodgers talk about that, about simplifying things and doing things simpler, and if you're making simple mistakes on complex plays, and then you have to simplify, okay, I started to go, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. When you think about this, okay, what does all of this mean? 
And I think what he's trying to say is, again, going back to what I saw, you see Aaron Rodgers while the offensive play is being called into his helmet. I And I talked about this yesterday. He steps out of the huddle. He's looking at Malafort. He's like winding his helmet like a, a, a pitcher would do to, you know, say, okay, let's go through the signs again. Or come on, hurry up. Or no, I don't want that one. Let's go. Give me another one. You know, let's go through them again. It, it was kind of like that. And it didn't happen just once. It happened a few times. And I kept thinking to myself, is this... Is he not hearing it because he's putting his hand up to his ear? Is he not hearing it? Or is he just like, this? no, this isn't going to work. This, you know, what? Come on, you know. And I just keep wondering if things are this particular way because, like he said, it's just not simple. It's just not easy. There's too much. They're not calling a, a decent enough offense right now. And that's Matt LaFleur's responsibility. You know, now Aaron Rodgers did defend him in saying, look, this guy, you know, they prepare. They prepare hard. They really do. You know, they, they he talks about, you know, how they really come up with good schemes and, and you know, good plays. And, and so he went out of his way to praise them. But then on the other hand, it was kind of like, well, but maybe what they're doing and what they're scheming is just, you know, you know, it's 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 too difficult. The scheme is good, but it's too difficult to roll through. And it could just be something as simple as all of this crazy-ass terminology. You know, can we just stop with all the crazy terminology for what it is and what you want? And, you know, if you're going, you know, 24 jet x2 x-ray 5 you know and, and it's like what everybody's trying to listen to what it is they're supposed to do so maybe it's just a matter of hey we're going to run past the cob right out of the x setting or something like that maybe it's something like that i, I don't know but maybe you just got maybe that's all it is it's just simplifying the terminology who knows i don't know what that means there you go. That's going to be the next thing we hear. That's going to be the next thing we hear. And we bring it up because it it then started a discussion um, about the play calling, about the offense, about the ability to fix it, about so many different things, and that relationship with Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur. And I rolled my eyes and went, uh-oh, 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 here we go. Here we go again. And so I want to get into all of that, too. Because I, I, while I, I kind of blow it off, I also think to myself, you know, it's it's also something that you have to, you at least have to address. You have to talk about it a little bit. Uh, 877-867-1670. So we're going to get into that when we come back. You're going to hear from Matt LaFleur from yesterday's presser, and then we'll discuss your opinions on what is said and what is actually stated, because I think um, I think it's rather interesting. I think there were some key things from yesterday to hear, and I, I think it's, uh, it's true. So we'll get into all of that, all of that when we come back. And Matt LaFleur is long from yesterday, but 
I want you to hear the pertinent parts. So let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. I want you to hear the Matt LaFleur. And then at the bottom of the hour, we're going to open up the phone calls. Wide open. Get everybody up. Uh, good morning to everybody on the Bud Light live stream. Thank you for watching the program. To everybody that's listening to the program, we appreciate it, certainly. And uh, when we come back, we're going to hear from Matt LaFleur, head coach of your Green Bay Packers. This portion of the program brought to you by Bud Light tomorrow. Going to be the uh, Bill Michael Sato at Joe Mama's. I'm looking forward to it. You know why? He's got some kick-ass mac and cheese out there. Great burgers and food and an incredible buffalo chicken salad, but some kick-ass mac and cheese out there. Joe Mama's out in Colgate tomorrow night, 6 to 8. The Bill Michael Sato brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. More to come coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin's like a blanket this is the bill michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network And thanks to our friends at Wabam, W-A-B-A-M, right here in Colgate, Wisconsin. Ryan Stefano and the gang, they have that company. They are right here in Wisconsin. And good stuff, whether it's industrial cleaning supplies, janitorial stuff for your business, for your home, uh, cleaning supplies for your automobile, your motorcycle, your boat, your UTV, ATV, whatever it happens to be. They got it all. They got it all. All you got to do is go to getwabam.com, and it's getting into more and more stores, so you're going to look for the display as well. The great big uh, white, uh, blue, and black W, getwabam, W-A-B-A-M, getwabam.com. That is getwabam.com. Matt LaFleur yesterday, yesterday at the podium. Take a listen to what Matt LaFleur had to say. Matt, were you uh, surprised to, to hear how much Snarin wants to simplify the offense yesterday? Uh, I don't know what that means. So, uh, no, we talked about it. It's just any time that there's a lack of execution, and certainly we got to coach better, no doubt about it. We've got to put our guys in better positions. Um, just communication from top down and then out on the field uh, you know, it's got to be better. We got to get everybody on the same page. And then, to me, it's it's more about digging at the details of what we're doing, because I think you could see that, and it, it falls on everybody. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, again, it always starts with us as coaches trying to do a better job of getting guys to understand all the little intricacies, because I think that's really what separates a lot of plays in this in this league and. Um, it really doesn't matter what we do schematically. We, if we don't block better, it's hard to do anything. And I think that was the number one issue yesterday. That was going to be my second question to you is what does it mean to, to simplify the offense? Is that game planning? Is that scheme? Is that what's called? Yeah, again, I think it's just executing the details. Um, I think there's a lot of things we can do from a technique standpoint that have got to be better. And I think, you know, just what are we asking our guys to do? That's what you always look at critically. I know every time we come out of a game it, and you look at every play critically, you, you always ask yourself, do we give our guys a chance? You know, what is the opposition doing to us that, um, you know, is trying to take away certain things or whatever it may be? And uh, yesterday, you know, you got to give – 
the Jets a ton of credit because they went out there and they executed their game plan a lot better than we did. Uh, played a lot more man coverage probably than what they had shown on tape. And like I've told you guys a million times, we're always prepared for them to go off profile. And they did that. Um, but certainly we just we, we didn't move the ball very effectively. We didn't run it very well. Uh, Aaron took way too many hits. I think he got hit eight times, sacked four times. So uh, we had too many drop balls, had some costly penalties. You know, we, we finally break a long run and we get called for a hold. So there's a lot of things that we have to do better collectively. It's not just one person. It's not just one position group. It, it's everybody. Man, I know you had a lot of guys on the offensive line maybe not doing what they were supposed to do, but do you think maybe you need to move Elton inside where he's been so good for you? Uh, I think everything's up for discussion. Are you going to be uh, getting Sammy back this week? Aaron mentioned yesterday that he was pretty close. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how he's feeling on Wednesday, and um, you know we're hopeful that maybe he can we can open that window. Did you get any maybe positive news on Randall's ankle? Because I, I know it looked pretty serious. Yeah, you. yeah, no, I think uh, it, it's gonna, you know, it's not gonna be like a one-week deal or anything like that. I think he's gonna miss some time, but I, he definitely avoided uh, serious injury. I think you'll have to use the four-week IR. With yeah, I think uh, we'll see where we're at. Matt, going back to simplifying things, or at least trying to understand simplification um, I know how bright your quarterback is and how smart he is and how you trust everything that he does at the line of scrimmage I wouldn't say that he's the guy that probably needs things to be simplified though maybe he's talking about some younger guys that are around him would it would it benefit you to maybe run the offense in a more straightforward manner of just here's here's the call here's the cam call and then let's well, go with we, it? we didn't even have you know they do such a good job disguising coverage when they, w w just holding their shells and whatnot. So uh, we had a handful of cans in that game plan, um, and so the, I don't think that was the issue. Um, certainly, we had one early on um, where we were in a two-back slot look, and we got the premier look for the play that we wanted, and we lose four yards on the play. So. I don't think it was the cans per se. I just think that we have to go out there and we got to coach better and we got to go out there and execute better. We got to play with our fundamentals, trust your teammates, um, trust trust your training is something that we talk about all the time. And, uh, you know, if you don't and you're playing against, I, I think that's a pretty good defense. Um, certainly they got after us up front. And um, I don't think they're, they're an overly complicated defense. But I think what they do, they do very well. And if you don't execute to the level that which you're capable of, that's what it looks like. And, I mean, that was a pretty poor offensive performance. Um, you know, we had, we had opportunities where we were in scoring position multiple times in that game. And when it came down to some of those critical downs or just some situations, we went backwards when we got into that you know, field goal range area, you know, the plus 50. So um, when you're when you go backwards in that position, 
it's going to be tough to win games. As for your defense, any explanation as to why they were so good with stops and in the last couple of games, stops late have been hard to get? Yeah, no, it's, that's definitely a concern, I think. Um, I think, first of all, you know, when you're talking about our defense, the first eight drives, they had three points. And they were put in some bad situations as well. We fumbled the ball on, like, the 30-yard line or whatever it was. Um, we have a field goal blocked. Uh, so, like, I thought for the most part our defense played really, really well. It's just when they did get a little bit of momentum, uh, I think it was second and nine, we got beat on a slant for 12 yards. Then they come out, they hit a double move, and then they ran the around for a touchdown. Um, you know, I think that there, there's so much competitive balance in this league, and you can only expect a defense to hold on for so long before the offense is going to hit you on something. And, um, you know, bottom line is we had to do more from an offensive perspective. I don't think our defense should be in that situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just... It was it was so much. Now, once they did get a little bit of momentum, that's where we have to be better and try to do whatever we got to do to refocus the group. But, um, you know, they were able to – that last drive was pretty disappointing, I would say, uh, to be able to bleed that much time off the clock. And uh, was it a 14-play drive or something like that? Um, and But the one thing, and I told you guys this yesterday, was – it was pretty impressive to me that we defended, I think it was like eight plays inside the four-yard line um, when you're down two scores and you got no timeouts left. There's like two minutes left in the game or whatever it was for our guys to, to not allow them in the end zone. I think that says a lot, that they were conti- they were going to continue to compete all the way to the end. The one thing that we got to clean up and is we got hit on a couple runs where uh, – you know, a lot of, we call them transportation runs where they're they're trying to get the ball outside, where they're pinning your edges, they're pulling tackles or, or guards, tight ends, whoever it may be, and we've got to defend those better because they, they gutted us on a couple of those runs. Um, but, you know, you, you got to give them credit too, and, and I think uh, Brees Hall is a damn good back. I think, I think he's got a really bright future in this league. He was able to break a ton of tackles. I don't think we, we tackled up to our standard. I'm not, I'm not quite – was it 10 missed tackles? Um, so we, we've got – we've definitely got to be better. But I thought, by and large, you know, you, you think you – when you hold somebody to 1 of 11 on third down conversions, you think you got a pretty good chance of winning the game. So I thought just from a competitive standpoint, our guys challenging – I was really proud of our effort. I thought Jair, Jair Alexander had an outstanding game. Um, but we got to do it for four quarters. And certainly when the offense isn't scoring or moving the ball like we all want, want it to, um, it just puts a lot of pressure on the defense. You mentioned Jair having an outstanding game. He finally got to travel up in the secondary yeah. a little bit. Did you feel like that unlocked some things for him? Yeah, he just went out there and he competed every play, and he was challenging, contesting. Um, you know, I was I was super proud of his performance, and quite frankly, for the most part, the entire defense and until we hit like play thirty three or whatever it was. When Ryan asked you, oh, okay, that's cool. 
What was your impression of what went wrong with all the stunts and twists and things that they did up there in terms of how you guys handled it? Was yeah, it a technique or was it physical? Was it communication? I think it was all of the above. I mean, they ran a corner blitz on us and um, Elton saw it, communicated that it was coming, and we didn't pick it up. He did. It's just, uh, you know, we need Royce to come with him. And he didn't come with them, so that that was just one example. There was there was there was many examples of where we just did not. All eleven guys weren't on the same page um, with with some mental errors, and um, that's that's what's so discouraging. And but I think it's also encouraging at the same time because these are all correctable mistakes. Now, we got to be diligent in how we go about it and have a sense of urgency in getting this stuff corrected. Otherwise, I'll be saying this, singing the same song next week to you guys. Um, when, when Ryan asked right off the bat about the simplification thing, you said you don't even know what that means. I'm, I'm guessing that was some tongue-in-cheek there. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I, I guess I'm wondering if there needs to be, I mean, do you have to meet in the middle on this? Or I guess how do you handle that, going forward, what his desires are and what you would like to do? Yeah, I don't, like, first of all, you're going to have to ask Aaron what he meant by that. And second of all, I think that every week when we go through a plan, we are 100% um, going into the game on the same page. Like, there's nothing, there, there's nothing that we put in um, when we put in the game plan without having some communication with him. Because I don't, I don't want to put it in if he doesn't feel good about her or uneasy about it. Um, you know, obviously you always want your quarterback to be comfortable and confident in, in the plan. I think that's where it starts. And so, um, yeah, we, we talk about everything we're going to put in. Interesting stuff from Matt LaFleur. I want to go over this because there, there's a lot there and there's also some things that were stated that has brought back to the surface uh, discussions of turmoil. And so I want to get into all of this and I want to get your opinion on this. Hang in there. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Simply. Simplify some things. I think it's going to be in our best interest to simplify things. Just simplify some things. and Simplification notwithstanding. And that's why I think we need to simplify things. It was very simple things. Very simple plays. Then we need to simplify things. Now it's, oh, we need to simplify. Rain it in a little bit. Let's just simplify some things. Uh, the simplest plays are the best plays. Might be time to reel it back in a little bit and, and uh, simplify some things. Simple mistakes. We're making simple mistakes on complex plays. To me, the natural response is to simplify things even more. I don't know what that means. Welcome back. Not a simple solution in the house. Aaron Rodgers saying we got to simplify stuff. It's just it's it's too much. Whether it's terminology, assignments, whatever, it's it's too much. And then Matt Lafleur. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Um, 
Now, on one hand, he specifically stated, Matt LaFleur did, and when you heard his presser, he said, look, uh, we talked about it. He said, I don't know what that means, but we talked. He and Aaron Rodgers have talked. And let me say this. When Matt LaFleur comes to the podium, he is well-versed as to about what he's going to be asked. He's going to go to the PR department, and we all know Red China sets it up. Here you go. This is what they're going to say. This is what they're going to ask you. This is what to be prepared prepared for. And then he says, I don't know what that means. Ask Aaron. That nationally was taken as a, uh, this is my team. I don't know what he's talking about. This is my team, my place. This is not him telling us what to do. Uh, I don't know what that means. We're going to run the offense the way I see fit. Now, he did go on later, as you heard, to say, look, I don't put a game plan in without talking to Aaron. If he's not comfortable with it, we don't run it, which is what you're supposed to do. So the whole talk about this is now a power struggle is a joke. It's, It's no, it's not. It's not. Aaron Rodgers very much saying we need we need to simplify things. And it could be uh, a message to the media saying, hey, some of the guys on this team, that, you know, the more advanced we get, they don't have the ability to understand it. Okay, maybe we need to simplify for the guys that don't get it. But Matt LaFleur was right when he said, look, if we don't block better, it doesn't matter what we do. And he's right. He gives you an example where Elton Jenkins recognized the corner blitz. Royce Newman was supposed to follow him out and give him help. Nothing happened. Royce missed it. It's like <laughs> we communicated it. You could see it. It was stated. He just didn't do it. And and what Matt LaFleur stated about, hey, the, the positive out of all of this is these things are correctable. The negative is we're six weeks into the season and the same crap we're talking about. An inept offense, simplifying things, getting back to the basics, fundamentals. These are all things that were supposed to be taken care of in training camp. Training camp is not to get you in shape anymore. Training camp is, is to get you ready for the regular season. So when you start out in game one, you're off and running. That did not happen. So we're still talking about simplifying things. Uh, I guess two things. One is, I don't, did you see uh, Randall Cobb's tweet and in Instagram yesterday where he uh, had the one picture on one side of him thinking the ankle was broken and on the other one he was up dancing. Uh, he had a meme of a guy dancing with one leg that, uh, hey, it's not as bad as it was originally thought. So the good news for Randall Cobb is you don't expect he's out for the season. The bad news is he's going to be out probably the four weeks IR and then go from there. Sammy Watkins, uh, they're going to see how he feels on Wednesday. Then he's supposed to come off the IR. But, uh, you know, I mean, he alluded, Matt LaFleur alluded to the fact that, you know, they had poor offensive performance on critical downs. They ended up going backwards. Uh, You know, by the way, the first eight drives of the game, when you talk about the defense and Joe Barry and Rip Joe Barry, the first eight drives of the game, they gave up a total of three points. That's solid. That's solid. It was the last few they ultimately cost you. But that was solid. Um, But it talks about mental errors over and over and over again. And that, that is on coaching. Period. 
877-867-1670. Find us. Uh, if you want to give us uh, give us a shout, by all means, do so. Uh, one of the other notes, and I, I put this out there yesterday, and people wanted to know what it was. Uh, out of 226 offensive plays this season, 191 of them have been out of shotgun. Due in part to pressure, trying to get Aaron uh, to get the ball and get out a little bit quicker, the success rate on plays under center is far more uh, of two play, two yards or more is far more successful consistently than it is plays that are out of shotgun. Just an FYI, uh, they had the rate today. I think it was on uh, on on uh, Good Morning Football that I was watching that the success rate for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers under center versus the success rate uh, out of the shotgun far more successful under center. And then you add motion into it, and I think the rates go up like exponentially, which is why I can't figure out why the offense comes out and scripted. They look good. There's motion. There's movement. There's different things. There's play action, all that. And then all of a sudden, we go right back to shotgun, Aaron Jones alongside or A.J. Dillon alongside, three wide, tight end. Here we go. That's And it seems to be not a lot of motion in that sense. Um. Eight seven seven six seven sixteen seventy. Uh this is Ricky who says you just simply can't throw the ball forty three times. I agree. Uh Scott says if Rogers would actually hand the ball off more, that will set up the passing and the play action. Um Randy says no, he wants West Coast offense. And the other question is, is Rogers changing the play call? In any case, the whole world can see it is not working. Now, when you ask about changing the play call, it doesn't sound like Rodgers is changing it a lot. At least not that's that's not the perception. It is Matt LaFleur talking about um you know what they say, you know, cancel or what get out, get out um capability for Aaron Rodgers, get out of that play if if he sees something. So I don't think he's changing it a lot. I At least that's the perception. But he does have the power to do that. But they don't run a whole lot of ride and decide. They don't run a whole lot of, you know, RPO stuff. I wish they did. But they don't. It's pretty much shotgun, you know, kind of do that real quick fake handoff thing, and that's it. And if it looks like a handoff, it usually is. If it looks like a fake, it's it's a pretty poor fake. For for it when because when they sell it, they sell it, and they're really really good at it. But I I don't think Aaron Rodgers is checking out of a lot of stuff. So when we come back, I want to give you a little give you a little insight as to what I think that uh, that this team can do and what can happen. But I also thought that there was something that Matt Lafleur stated that was again very Red China esque but it was maybe a little bit of an indicator as to what it is this team's going to be looking at. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there, Quick Trip. Quick Trip right now, they have the uh, the opening drive contest, and if you go into Quick Trip and you're going, to get, uh, you're going to go get gas, type in your Quick Rewards card number, which is your phone number, type it in at the pump, hit enter, you're good to go, fill up. Every time you do that, you are automatically registered for the opening drive contest 
at Quick Trip. That means one lucky contestant each week is going to be drawn, and they are going to be the recipient uh, of the opening drive contest for the Green Bay Packers. When the Packers get the ball first, they go ahead and get the opening drive. For every yard garnered, they get a $10 gift card. Not a bad way to go. If they score, 500 bucks. How about that? Not a bad way to go from our friends over there at Quick Trip. And if you're looking for great food, if you're looking for tailgate supplies, if you're looking for hot food, cold food, coffee, whatever it happens to be, or just a clean restroom, they've got it. That's our friends from Quick Trip. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. Usually the Packers have Mondays off, but after losing to the Jets 27-10 here at Lambeau Field, the players were in for meetings. The loss snapped a 15-game winning streak at home under Matt LaFleur, who says his biggest concern right now is on the offensive line. No matter what we do schematically, if we don't block better, it's hard to do anything, and I think that was the number one issue. Packers left guard John Runyon Jr. revealed to reporters the offensive line has been struggling against some defensive line stunts, but had yet to fix the problem this season. Runyon said the Jets took advantage of that on Sunday. We've been struggling stunts uh, throughout the season so far, and uh, when they get in that third down situation, uh, they they know how to work the stunts. They really game plan that, and at times we you know we were getting picked off here and there. I don't think we were using our proper techniques. I know I, th- I think we just overall you know me myself included we just got to be better with our hands better with our feet our weight distribution and you know they're catching us and uh didn't turn out too well runyon was fined five thousand dollars by the nfl for leg whipping a player in the giants game in london the fine came in a letter sent from his dad john runyon senior now a vice president in the league office so at three and three the packers travel to washington this weekend to play the commanders matt lafleur on what he told the team monday we didn't move the ball very effectively we didn't run it very well aaron took way too many hits i think he got hit eight times sacked four times we had too many drop balls had some costly penalties you know we, we finally break a long run and we get called for a hold so there's a lot of things that we have to do better collectively it's not just one person it's not just one position group it's everybody that's matt lafleur i'm mike clemens on the bill michaels show Forget about our friends at Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews. Good place out there on uh, County Road K in Oconomowoc. Stone Bank, Wisconsin. But they have an event coming up called the Sip, Savor, Repeat. It's a wine dinner coming up. They have that. Also, they have catering for Thanksgiving. So they have that as well. So it's not just a place to go and watch a game. They got a lot of stuff going on. They do a lot of catering as well. Get a hold of our friends at Boondocks Barbecue and Brew. Boondocks Barbecue and Brew. You can find them on Facebook. You can search them out at boondocksbbq.com. A lot of good stuff. Boondocks, our friends at Boondocks, great people out there. It's been a while since I've been out there, too, and I've, I'm trying to get to all these places, and if I did, I'd probably be 800 pounds and, and drunk, but uh, I'm, I'm doing my best. We're kind of making rounds since we've stopped traveling, so we'll get back out to Boondocks real quick, no doubt. So I thought it was interesting. First of all, I thought I had uh, Aaron Rodgers down for 11 hits, not eight. But he said only eight times. Um, I thought I had Aaron Rodgers marked down for 11 hits on Sunday. Uh, and regardless, he got hit a bunch. But one of the questions gotta was about the Got to simplify your numbers, Bill. You know? Yeah, I know. I got to simplify complex. the numbers. I, I got to simplify what actually is a hit. Is a hit where he actually gets hit and falls down? 
or a hit where he actually gets hit and he doesn't fall down. So I'll have to maybe simplify my numbers. Good point, Ben. Dynamite drop in, Ben. Uh, but then the question is, look, you know, your offensive line, come on, it was a sieve. Uh, are you considering, you know, moving guys around? This was the Q&A with Matt LaFleur. Matt, I know you had a lot of guys on the offensive line maybe not doing what they were supposed to do, but do you think maybe you need to move Elton inside where he's been so good for you? Uh, I think everything's up for discussion. I think everything's up for discussion. In other words, yeah, it's time. You know, that's Red China's way of going, yeah, we're going to look at everything because this sucks. Uh, in other words, yes. It would. Uh, it's not going to shock us in any way, shape, or form. There's never a straight answer. You know, there's never an answer where you go, you know why? Here's, two, here's twofold. One, they feel like, the, and I'm sure they are, the Washington commanders are watching this presser. Okay. Oh my God. We got to start preparing for Yash Nyman over at the uh, right tackle position. We got to do that. Okay. So they don't want to do that. They don't want to tip their hand. And, and this has been told to me, they never want to seem like the media knows as much, if not more, than the coaches. They always want to act like they're on this knowledgeable pedestal way up here. And you and me. And the dogs of the earth, we're all down here because we just don't know football. You don't know what it takes to do that. And there's, to a certain extent, I understand that. They have, they know, they've forgotten more about football than you and I could probably ever learn. And I understand that. But it's always, it's like a legitimate question. I, I don't know. Everything's on the table. Uh, everything, you know. Uh, everything? Everything's on the table. Everything. So is there a possibility that we can start seeing Wildcat with Aaron Rodgers going out for passes, maybe a crossing pattern over the middle, hand in the air, bringing it down because he's got big hands and he should be able to catch? Everything's on the table. Certainly it's all if you on have table. a huge package. If you got a big package, you can run across the middle. You got your package uh, right there with your hand. Everything's on the table. Red China. Always flag a-waving. 877-867-1670. Um... Scott says, is there a chance defenses have figured out to this type of the offense? Uh, we and the Rams and the 49ers all run. Absolutely. It's all the same. Or offshoots thereof. It's it's not about, let, let me say something here. It's not about necessarily all scheme. It's about, exe- he's right, it's about execution, about the little things, about the details. But if defenses know it's coming, like, you can have a repertoire of 30 plays. But if defense knows every play that's coming at every point in time, then it's different. They know it. So they know what to expect. It's kind of like a pitcher or a batter at the plate. If a pitcher only has three pitches, he's got a fastball, he's got a breaking curve, and then he's got that deadly changeup. That's it. If, if you guess correctly, you're going you're gonna to hit the hell out of it. It's when you don't guess correctly that they get over on you. It's about changing up the look of certain plays and doing certain plays in a certain sequence that makes things better. And, oh, by the way, there is the, if you can't stop it, we're going to continue to do it, which was a novel idea by Robert Sala of the Jets, right? When we've talked about that before, you're running the ball, running the ball, running the ball, and all of a sudden a three and out of pass, 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 and you're like, what the hell? Sala said the same thing. Sala said, hey, 
We smell blood in the water. We're going to keep doing it. They can't stop it. We know they can't stop it. We're going to keep whooping your ass. We're going to keep putting you down. There's nothing you can do about it. Oh, by the way, that's football. But you and I, come on. We're dog excrement, right? We don't know what the hell we're talking about. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. 